This is Fluency at Your Fingertips by Seb Answers, a podcast for English language learners and teachers. The topic is to describe a television program that you watch. I recently finished watching Narcos Mexico, which is the second in a series uh, following the first series of Narcos, which was about uh, drug dealers in Colombia. I enjoy it because it's in two languages. Uh, there is a large part of both series that takes place in South America where they speak Spanish. And because I speak Spanish, I enjoy that aspect. Parts take place in the United States and are in English. Uh, in general, the program follows the uh, development of the drug cartel over a span of many years in conjunction with the uh, United States Drug Enforcement Agency's work in counter, uh, encountering the drug traffickers and the drug traffic trade. Um, there is a very interesting dynamic in that the United States has two government agencies that have presence in these countries, first in Colombia and then in Mexico. The two agencies are the DEA, uh, small but growing over the period of time, and the CIA, which is also small but more active in uh, actually uh, criminal activity as um, a method of influencing politics in the region. So in, in essence, the DEA and the CIA uh, have opposing interests, which it is true in the in the background, uh, and it is also a very sad part of the story. Uh, most of the victims uh, in the story are the local people and innocent people, and also families of police officers, and in some cases the police officers die in this, the stories. Um, the stories are based on real people, um, but it is embellished and... Uh, they the writers have fictionalized what happened. They do it to make it more interesting, and of course they have to invent the dialogue. So it, it is a combination of drama, action, and history, although it would be um, a mistake to believe that everything in the stories really happened. However, the characters are based on real people. Uh, I would explain that. I'm sorry, I would uh, recommend the TV show to anyone who uh, enjoys um, a Latin American type of uh, drama or crime and mystery uh, or suspense TV show. The question is, to what extent are people influenced by the advertising they see on television? Uh, I would say that TV ads are quite persuasive and... Um, in fact, that is the content that TV channels really push. The programming is secondary. Uh, the TV ads that have been on uh, major sporting events for a long time are very entertaining, and um, it, it, it can be fun to uh, watch some of the advertising during those big games like the Super Bowl or World Cup. However, um, I think people, adults anyway, uh, have a, a pretty good filter. They manage to avoid most um, 
advertising or the influence of advertising. I think it's children and uh, teens that um, have their attention really grabbed by the music of the advertisement, the uh, the images of the advertisement, and I think that certain jingles, of course, become very popular and recognizable, so much so that people years later will remember the songs that have been played during advertisements. The question is, should filmmakers be responsible for the impact of their films on people? I think this is a tricky one. I think films um, really have a great influence on the viewer because of the many elements of the film, like soundtrack and montage, um, the editing. And I, I think that what most people understand is that films are fiction and they're not like real life. Uh, it's a tragedy when someone gets so carried away that they think that their life might actually be like what they see in a movie. And I think powerful films can have that effect, that they are so riveting that uh, the viewer is totally lost in the world that is created by the director. Do directors really bear the responsibility for viewers and their reaction to the movies? Well, I think a good movie um, can have that effect, but no. Uh, I don't think that um, the directors and the way that they create their movies, um, I don't think they're ultimately responsible for how the movies are received and viewed, primarily because it, it is a market and the way they um, market their art uh, to the public, it, it is not to be censored and it is not to be controlled by uh, a censoring authority. Should TV series be viewed episode by episode or in just a couple or three sittings? I think that these... Um, Series that are available for for viewing online or can be downloaded and uh, viewed back to back. Um, I think it is enjoyable to view them in large doses. However, I think that it is also fun to have to wait for the next episode to come out uh, on a weekly basis. Um, of course, someone with a lot of free time can watch hours of TV, but they're often changing channel. So I, I think, personally, if you're going to watch a lot of TV, you might as well watch something that you enjoy rather than what I used to do before this was uh, an option to sit down and just watch one series in its entirety. I used to watch uh, TV and, and be channel surfing, looking for something to watch. So I much prefer having the uh, opportunity to subscribe to a, a streaming service like Netflix and choose the shows that I enjoy and watch more than one episode at a time. The question is, should parents restrict the nature of programming or time spent children watch TV? Um, I think that is essential, and I think that... Uh, there are many ways that parents can do it is they can either give permission to their children to watch certain types of programming or they can choose not to have a TV in in their house. 
I think that parents absolutely have the right to tell their children what they are not allowed to do, what they are allowed or not allowed to do. And I think that um, there are reasons why children should not watch uh, TV that is inappropriate for their age. But beyond that, I think that um, the total amount of time children spend in front of any type of screen should be limited um, to 30 minutes a day, and certainly not, not more than one hour a day uh, in general on the weekend or otherwise.